Hi guys. We are back. Season two of Dream Laser. Seriously hard sci-fi. Woo! So we have Dan here for season two, episode one. I'm back again. He's back again. <laughs> he's back in it, and you can tell that he's super into it. We had a very <laughs> sci-fi Christmas. Yeah. Um. What What did you get for Christmas, Dan? Then ask you. Uh, whiskey. Really? Nice. Yeah, I was given whiskey. Crown? Yeah, there's some crown in there. Crown? Crownies? <laughs> yeah. What'd you get, Rosemary? I got a lot of sci-fi books. Oh, that's cool. I also watched a fantasy series on Netflix, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, The Witcher? Yeah. That yeah, was good. Uh, I got a ring camera, which is... Heck yeah. Which shows you that uh, we're living in the future. cyberpunk future. That is future, future tech. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, Blade Runner's now in the past now, guys. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Uh, when do I get to start wearing cool fucking cyberpunk outfits? When like can right I get? <laughs> when can I get ramen at any time during the rain? You can literally <laughs> do that at any point, but it's not going to. So come it is the future. Cart. So it is the future. You can just go buy cup noodles at Walgreens. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not. So yeah, we're a bit older, a bit wiser. Yeah, and we have now officially seen the rise of Skywalker. Oh man. No Big spoilers. Just say it. No Have you seen it? No. All right, okay. don't say it. Okay, should I say it or no? No, he said no okay, spoilers. Okay, 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 no spoilers, no spoilers. I have yet to watch it. No spoilers. It. Yeah, but you haven't seen Mandalorian yet either, huh? I haven't finished Mandalorian. Oh, oh no, the finale was great. I'm a, few, I'm a few episodes in. That means I think I have like five episodes left. Well, I'm, the good thing about it is it's not very long. It's yeah. only like half hours long. Yeah, no, it's... So far, it's really good. So. Also, Tony showed me a fire, like, Vaporwave remix of the Mandalorian oh, theme yeah, song. Oh, yeah, It's pretty Amazing. Cool. It's like this, 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 like, couple just, like, just going ham on keyboards. On synths, yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's cool. I like it. Uh, so, we did a prompt for this episode. We did. It is going on a date in the future and, like, finding out your date's an alien. Yes. Oh, I got that fully wrong. <laughs> What did you think it was? Just, just, just the part about going on a date and finding out your date's an alien. Yeah, that yeah, was it. Yeah, mine's not in the future. Oh, oh well, it, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, it could be in the past. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming. I don't even. I don't even think time is. <laughs> Time's a construct, anyway. Yeah, right. so yeah it doesn't matter. Completely the present. <laughs> just think about it. People are like, oh yeah, the week after Christmas, but before New Year's is a construct because you don't know what day it is. Yeah, ever. it's liminal space for yeah. sure. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah. Well, it's all beyond my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Who's reading right. first today? Who wants to read first in oh, this God. joyous episode? Do we have a three-sided coin? No. We do, but not on us. <laughs> but I, I will read first. Okay. Okay. I, all right. That works. I'm, so whose story is this? I'm reading Dan's story. Okay. And this is untitled. Did you have a name for it? I, I don't. No? Okay. Do you want to say anything before we start? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I feel about mine too. Uh, dude, should we? Let me just say before we start is that all our stories are completely dumb. Yeah, from we all agree. From everyone, everyone's agreeing that their stories are stupid. My yeah. story is fucking stupid. Can Mine's we? Can we fully like a rip off of a few things? <laughs> can we uh, bet on whose story is the dumbest? Because I'm fully saying I, that mine is the I dumbest. I will take that bet. Really? It's uh, a thousand to one odds. Mine is the dumbest. Mine is actually the dumbest. So. All right, here we go. Well, you know what? We'll let you guys decide. Okay, Comment yes. Down. You can comment or whatever and tell us which one was the stupidest. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's Dan's story, untitled. Get ready for the laughs. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Started. Oh, God. I'm New back, season. guys. I'm back, down. guys. <laughs> the giggles are written down. Okay. <laughs> The kid's name is Travis. Let's go with that. He's 15 years old, 
Uh, he lives in a regular town in a regular state in regular old America sometime around the present, give or take 10 to 20 years. He <laughs> nice. lives with his uncle Frank, who doesn't completely suck. He does okay in school. He could do better if he didn't half-ass the whole thing. He rides a Schwinn to get there. Oh, he rides a bike to school? Nice. He likes playing video games like Super Plumber Guys and listening to bands like The Fucking Bugs. <laughs> Please tell me it's a real band. Oh, God. Maybe. <laughs> the Fucking Bugs. During a completely normal day of school, rife with daydreaming and being a soup about being a super plumber in a toilet world like his digital heroes, he is called to attention by his homeroom teacher, Mr. Jones. That's a very normal name. I say the word rife in my story, too, weirdly enough. Oh, wow. You guys had the same word in your oh, story. Vocabulary is assimilated. It's not <laughs> not as good as space swam, but okay. Whatever, bro. Uh, Mr. Jones is introducing a new student, a girl. Her name is Katie. It's all vanilla-ass white people names in this story. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty. If she wasn't pretty, there wouldn't be much of a story, would there? Damn. So real. Oh, shit. You guys are both such guys. We are. It's anatomically correct. I'm rolling my eyes so hard right now. <laughs> Travis thinks she's pretty, and that's what counts. Okay. I'll, I'll agree with that. Over the course of the day, Travis works up the gumption to ask Katie on a date. He what asked... <laughs> where, where are we? In fucking Louisiana? <laughs> yeah, your vocabulary is interesting. It's gumption, not gumbo. <laughs> Same shit. He asks Gum. her if she would care to join him for some video games at a local video arcade. She says, yep, I love video games. Have you ever played Super Plumber Guys? Travis is over the fucking moon now. Did he pop a boner right there? Probably. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> that weekend, <laughs> that weekend, they meet at the local video arcade. Katie is very good at all the games they play. Like, she is uncannily good. Like the X-Men? But she's extra dope when it comes to Super Plumber Guys. Oh, man. High score for that machine. Travis is like... Totally in love. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they walk to a dark area to be alone. <laughs> Kiss. Why is it so funny? What the what, where is the funny part of that? <laughs> I don't know what it's saying. It's fast It's just so straightforward. <laughs> they walk to a dark area to be alone and kiss. Yeah, they walk <laughs> That's what they, that's what it says. Okay, so they walk to a dark area to be alone and kiss as they are catching their breathes. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. I wasn't sure how to pluralize it. That's purple. Purple. I'm not allowed on this podcast anymore. Oh my god, as they are catching their breathes from making out, Katie drops a bomb. <laughs> I'm an alien, she says. Oh, Whoa, wow. all right. Straightforward. Travis asks, like, from Venezuela or Hong Kong? <laughs> Not quite, she says. Okay, no problem. Travis is weird. He just thinks she's weird, too. Okay, fair enough. As time goes by, they become a steady item. She mentions the alien thing a few times, but never really gives him more information. One day after school, she asks Travis if he wants to come home with her. Now Travis is a young such-and-such... And in the throes of hormones, <laughs> a young such and such. Anyway, so he says, fuck yeah. He's pretty sure he's going to get laid. He, he may be right. Excuse that. you. Excuse you. Get to the point. She gets on her bicycle and beckons him to follow her. He does. They ride to the edge of town. There are scary woods here. 
but they are like totally teenagers and not really scared of things like woods. They ride deep into the woods. There's a door in the middle of a clearing. It's a peculiar door. There's nothing around it. No door frame, nothing on the other side. Just a freestanding bedroom door sort of thing. Weird. That is weird. Katie turns the handle and opens it. I guess you can call it opening. Walks through where it ha- was and disappears. He can hear her say, come on, dude. And he's like, I said a horny kid and a bit weird. So he just does it. <laughs> of course. I like the reasoning. Yeah, sure. Why yeah. not? Author's note. Seriously, there's a freestanding door in the woods. This girl, <laughs> this girl has told you she's an alien. You really know nothing about her. She opens this thing and disappears. Do you follow? Yep, you do. Travis does. <laughs> I feel like I would too, honestly. I no. I Not I, as an adult, but as a 15-year-old, yeah. Like, yep, I'm in. For sure, yeah. I would have done it. Otherwise, there would be no young adult novels. There would be, be no young adults. Yeah. Well, <laughs> period. There's a pressure sensation on, let's call it his soul. Not good. Like he's being squeezed from a toothpaste tube and plop. He drops on a stone floor in a castle from a giant pipe. Katie is there. She says, Travis, I would like you to meet my father, King Norbulon. <laughs> uh, Travis is dumbstruck. Ah, so this is the Travis I've been hearing so much about. Welcome to my humble kingdom. King Norbulon is green. Like he's an upright talking lizard frog person. It's um nice to meet you, says Travis. Come on, let's go to my room, Katie says. He is just taking this whole thing in when a big gorilla runs through the room and grabs Katie. Oh, no. And grabs Katie. Taking her across an ill-paced moat of lava running through the middle of the castle. Ah, this shit again, says Norbulon. (laughs) Travis, my boy, do you know anything about plumbing? (laughs) Travis says, I got this. (laughs) He gets a running start, and when he reaches the edge of the lava moat, he takes a leap. He falls into the lava and dies. <laughs> nice. King Norbulon is awestruck by the stupidity of this kid. He says, why didn't he just take the bridge? The end. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was sick. That was great. I loved it. Dude, that was short and sweet and hilarious. Super plumber boys, or whatever <laughs> it was called. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> why, didn't awesome. you just, why didn't you just take the bridge? Yeah. I don't... I don't know, because, you know, he, like, thought he was in his video game, and, like, he was like, I'm just gonna hop over it like Mario. But it's real lava surprise. <laughs> yeah. surprise. Oh, fuck, I'm dead. Right you can't jump real fucking far. More of the story, fucking listen to women when they say they're aliens. Trying to peek. This one is written by Tony. Okay. It's called Combustion Overload. <laughs> it's spelled it's spelled come like in porno. Combustion. Porno bustion. Porno oh bustion over overloads. Um <clears throat> I don't really have any I don't really have any voices. I kind of no ran, voices. I had like one or two and then I ran through them in the first couple podcasts that I did with you, so well, that's like, fine. I'm just gonna read it like a normal read it like a just make your own creative decisions this is how it's gonna go (laughs) you're gonna have to deal with that waking up in zero gravity sucks sometimes you'll find yourself face first in a dark matter shitter other times you float right into the garbage chute that's what life is like for Zordon 
Rickle tits. <laughs> you said it right. It's not rickle tits. Rickle tits. It's rickle tits. Is he related to Prince Twinkletits or no? No, no, no relation. <laughs> it's rickle tits or it's rickle tits. Rickle tits. Rickle tits. <laughs> All right. Should I start that over? I no. Feel like, I mean, if you know. want to. <clears throat> That's what life is like for Zordon Rickletits. <laughs> right now, pure space garbage. He pressed the gravity simulator button and slammed onto the floor. It's his first year at Silver Surfer Academy, the worst space cadet academy this side of Saturn. <laughs> it's basically where you go if you get your space GED oh, or when shit. you get denied from Space Force. It's <laughs> oh, a fucking real thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Denied. Denied. Boom. Zordon <laughs> had dreams of becoming the most badass astro wizard in the galaxy. Oh, shit. Like his role model, Queef McLazertex. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds funnier when, you, when it comes out of somebody else's mouth. What's the name? Queef McLazertaint. <laughs> With a Z. Queef built the blueprints for every ISF vessel. Oh, shit. Invented Martian piss. Oh, wow. And even banged Harmony Moonchild during Boneroo. Oh, my God. 4, Boneroo. Boneroo. <laughs> 4,000. Harmony is pan, so I believe it. Though neither of them will admit to it. <laughs> Zordon, also accurate. Zordon was determined to be the very best, even if he had to go to the worst school there was. Zordon didn't know anyone at all since he was a freshman. The academy was rife. Nice. <laughs> the academy was rife with just the worstest life forms you can think of. Worsts? Worsts. Worsts. Mm -hmm. Just the worst life forms you can think of. Martians who voted for Vader. Oh, shit. Blorgs who thought their armpits were Milky Way candy bars. What? And red shirts who do nothing but look at the mirror all day and pretend it's space Snapchat. <laughs> it's space Snapchat. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, it's tough. All unlicensed social media apps are banned after the Event Verizon incident. Oh, no. This is their only coping mechanism. <laughs> wow, that sucks. <coughs> unlicensed. Unlicensed. Mm -hmm. So to help meet friends, Zordon downloaded a student meeting SSA-approved mind app called Combustion. <laughs> TM. You should use the phrase student meeting loosely. It's basically a booty call locator. Nice. Zordon was walking through the main hall of the SSA while looking at all the sexy life forms on combustion. <laughs> he tilts his head to the left or right to signify if he wants to meet up with them. Oh, shit. They show up as a hologram right in front of him, and since Zordon is not very bright, he keeps walking into people while looking through the app. He comes across this Neptunian... With the sickest milk wagons. <laughs> milk wagons! Daddy, what's a milk wagon? But just before he tilted his head to the right, he barrels into Principal Throbby Knob, <laughs> spilling her lunch all over her chest. The entire cafeteria erupts in laughter while Zordon gets an embarrassment boner. <laughs> from grazing two of Principal Throbby Knob's 17 breasts. Oh, God. Seeing that it was an accident, the principal tells him to go back to his dorm and cover up his fear boner. 
Zordon gets out of there so Zordon got out of there so quickly he didn't realize that he tilted his head right for that Neptunian with huge sweater meat. Is that is that a yes or a no? It's yes. I okay. can't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I'm assuming yes. Yes. If it's we'll, no, I'm sorry. We'll make the assumption. Yes. He steps into his dorm and walks into his dorm mate, jerking it to pictures of Earth dogs. Oh, <laughs> the dorm mate looks dead into Zordon's eyes and continues to jerk without breaking eye contact. It was weird. <laughs> Just before Zordon drop kicked his dorm mate, he hears the he hears the sound of children laughing. That's the doorbell. For some reason, you can choose what your dorm room doorbell is when you first sign up for the SSA. And that was what Zordon picked because he had a boner at the time and just picked the first one on the list so he could get out of there. Oh, fucking weird. Zordon with the boners, man. Zordon opens the door and he freezes. It's the Neptune with the chest meteorites from Combustion. (laughs) Apparently they matched. And in Combustion, when you match, you have to meet up immediately for a date or a quick space fuck. Zordon was caught totally off guard and greeted the Neptunian with a huge boner. The Neptunian took this as a compliment and took his arm and pulled him out of the dorm room. As the door shut behind them, you could still hear the sounds of his roommate jerking it. Some say he's still jerking it to this day. Never break an eye contact. Even when no one's there? Only assume. Zordon was caught... Wait... Where the fuck was I? Yep. <laughs> Zordon had no plans to go on a date or even a booty call. He just wanted to make friends before he could tell the Neptunian mm-hmm. that this was a misunderstanding. She touches his temple, and they both immediately telespo- telesport, teleport <laughs> to the swankiest restaurant in the SSA, the fuckhole. <laughs> oh, my God. This place had everything. Water slides, King oh, James no. additions to the Galactic Holy Bible, <laughs> And a cyborg Dan Cortez. Oh, shit. The only thing it didn't have was an excuse for Zordon to get the hell out of there. A robot butler that may or may not look like a Bender robot from Futurama politely brings them to their table. Zordon tries his best, but he just can't stop looking at the Neptunian's chest missiles. (laughs) But as he was staring, he noticed something kind of off. Neptunians usually smell like pure gasoline, <laughs> but this one smelled like burnt Play-Doh wrapped in a used Ew. condom. <laughs> His galactic sixth sense was tingling. Oh, Jesus. The first rule of the SSA was to always trust your gut, even if you don't have one. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Vespers of Europa, you goddamn space pirates. <laughs> so Zordon did just that. He stood up and grabbed the Neptunian's head as if to pull off a mask and reveal the true person underneath. But as fate would have it, he just ended up pulling off the Neptunian space weave, which was made of black pepper snakes. <laughs> turns out she was from Neptune. She, wait, turns out she wasn't from Neptune. Oh, she was a fake Medusa from a planet uncharted to us, which means she was in the, enrolled in the SSA illegally. Oh, no. <laughs> Fire alarms went off and red flashing lights were everywhere. People were exploding for no reason. It was chaos. <laughs> Hold on. It was chaos! <laughs> Signs everywhere popped up saying, Intruder alert. The, ne- the, the, the Neptunian knew that her cover was blown, so she did the unthinkable. She started jerking off Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> that is unthinkable. Unthinkable. <laughs> but what she thought was his boner was not a boner at all. 
All the times that we thought Zordon was getting fear erections, he was storing energy into his secret oh, no. astro wizard staff. <laughs> he smuggled it in after he found it on his farm back at home. If his dad found it, he would have shoved it up his ass and made him plow it, plow the fields with it shoved up there. The space fields. The space fields. Fuck. I'm pointing at you. I'm winking. The space fields. Where where was I? <laughs> the, jer- the jerking off of the Astro Wizard staff made the staff glow a slight purple hue. Then it got brighter and brighter. Then boom! The staff exploded inside the fuckhole. Everyone was laid to waste. The only things left were Zordon, the staff, and the Neptunians' juggernauts. It was at this point where Zordon knew that he was for sure going to be expelled from the school. Oh, no. Principal Throbbynob <laughs> comes piercing through all the rubble. She walks up to Zordon and asks for the staff. Right then and there, Zordon gets a boner thicker than a can of Pepsi. Oh, no. The principal knows it's the staff and grabs it, but in a crazy twist, the principal explodes. <laughs> she was subverted and actually grabbed his actual boner. Oh, no. <laughs> SSA rules strictly forbid any of the faculty touching students by act of disintegration. <laughs> she was she was swindled, hoodwinked, bamboozled even. Z- 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 Zordon was mortified. All he wanted to do was make friends, and somehow he destroyed not only the school, but the entire system on which it regulated itself. There's only one person he could call for help, so he went through the yellow pages because the internet was one ninety nine a minute in the future, and he was a cheap bastard, and called up Queef McLaser Taint. His number could not be completed as dialed. Oh, no! Defeated, Zordon sat down in the rubble and tried to think of what to do to fix this. Then it dawned on him. The Astro Wizard Staff! It's the key to fixing this. It can undo anything you've done as long as it was scientific and not fantasy. Oh, shit. Figure that one out yourselves, listeners. (laughs) Editor. So, so he... Turned towards the dusty rubble remains of the fuckhole to grab it, but there's a problem. Through the space dust, he sees the dim glow of the staff, held by none other than his fucking dorm roommate, feverishly jerking it off, uh. looking directly into Zordon's eyes, never breaking <laughs> off eye contact. To be continued. Oh shit! What's gonna happen? Uh, well, you'll have I to don't wait. know. To be continued. Oh, to man. be continued. Tell me that wasn't dumb. That was very dumb. It was, it was very stupid. Dumb. Oh, wow. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. (laughs) So, Rosemary's story is called Extra Extra Boner All About It. (laughs) All right, here we go. You guys ready? You have anything to say before we start? Nope. Okay. Life in America, too, is pretty awful. Life in general is pretty awful, though. Why do you think there are so many memes about wanting to die? (laughs) So meta. Because everyone actually wants to die, so fuck you. (laughs) Memes nowadays are transferred right from one person's brain to the next through cyborg implants. It happens instantaneously. So if you send your friend a meme and he's already seen it, he won't be able to be like just like, Haha, <laughs> nice, or whatever, because 
of the cyborg brain connection, you'll know immediately if he's already seen it and that you're just not good enough of a friend to know that, <laughs> to know that, and that you're basically a total disappointment to everyone. <laughs> yep. But I digress. Back to America 2. More specifically, new forget about it. <laughs> Not forget. <laughs> you forget about it. The capital city of America too. It used to be called New York, but that's boring as fuck. So the clones of Donald Trump changed it after he stopped his impeachment hearings by turning into a cyborg and just walking to the Senate and straight up blowing everyone away with a cyborg Gatling gun arms and all while shouting, "Read the transcripts!" So since there was no Congress, he stayed president forever. Yikes. Yes. I told you Life in America 2 was awful. Anyway, now New Forget About It is a cyberpunk dystopia where the Statue of Liberty is holding a keyboard and a fucking laser gun. And on the bottom, instead of some aspiring poem or whatever, it just says, Hack the planet. Since Donald Trump hates illegal aliens, he's banned all aliens from entering the American 2 borders. So only humans are allowed to be citizens now. Capitalism still reigns, and besides memes, humans have only one comfort, cyber tinder. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. That's exactly what our hero got himself into. It. Uh, wait. And that's exactly how our hero got himself into this mess. Walter Anderson Cooper Cronkite <laughs> sat at a table alone in one of the fanciest Taco Bells, fanciest Taco Bells, and all of new forget about it. Now, if you don't know by don't know why Taco Bell would be fancy as fuck. Wait. If you don't know why Taco Bells would be fancy as fuck restaurants, then you need to go watch Demolition Man and educate yourself about some American history. So yeah, Walter was there drinking a Baja Blast cocktail. It was just Baja Blast with whiskey in it. I don't know if that sounds good. Can that be good? No. And it was gross as it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) He was waiting for his date. Some hot redhead with huge titties he matched with Cyber- he matched with on Cybertinder in an attempt to forget about how awful his life was. Walter lived in a tiny apartment building in the America Fuck Yeah Freedom Tower, <laughs> ate cup noodles, and spent a lot of free time masturbating to holographic titties. He also drove a Cybertruck and wore a cool trench coat because he was cyberpunk as fuck. But the most important thing to know about Walter is that he was a reporter for Space Adventurer magazine. He was responsible for reporting all the adventures happening in America too. But unfortunately for him, there weren't very very many. Right, there weren't, there weren't very, many. very ma- many, seeing as most space adventures happen in space. Yeah, that's kind of a problem. Yeah. Walter wanted to make it to the big time. He wanted to have his own spaceship so he could travel the galaxy and do some real investigative reporting. There were so many questions the galaxy needed to answer needed answers to, like who murdered the crew of the space cruiser? Get fucked. Why did Fiona the Furious kidnap cyborg President Liam Neeson's daughter? Did Wyatt Warwick really have a metal penis that could be shoot laser cum? These are questions everyone needs to Very know. important. The galaxy needed answers, and Walter was determined to get them. He just had to get out of America too first, and that required money and transportation. And he didn't have either of those. Plus, he'd already seen every meme ever made up until this point, so this cybertender date would have to be good enough for now. Suddenly, a super hot redhead with gigantic boobs walking to Taco Bell and smiled when he saw Walter from across the restaurant. She was even hotter in person than her pictures. And if you've ever been on CyberTinder before, you know that never happens. She approached the table and sat down across from Walter, her huge titties almost spilling over the top of her dress. It's great to meet you, Walter. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. She said with a supernova smile, what the hell is that? It's like a nice smile. 
Walter cleared his throat and tried to not to oogle her, her milk wagons too much. You said milk wagons. What is this milk wagon? <laughs> it's nice to meet you too, Sarah. Sarah was a pretty boring name for a human, but that didn't bother Walter too much. Maybe her parents were just old-fashioned. They talked for a little while and drank their gross Baja Blast whiskeys and ate gourmet, ta- gourmet Taco Bell food, which is just like tortilla chips drizzled with avocado ranch and dolloped with cheese sauce and shit like that. Walter tried not to stare at Sarah's boobs too much, but she definitely noticed. Milk wagons. Yes. Yeah, milk wagons. She didn't seem bothered by it, though. After they were done eating and all a little buzz, she even asked, want to make out? Fuck yeah, Walter said. And they started making out real hard right on top of the table, knocking out all the dishes and half-eaten cheesy gordita crunches onto the floor. And Walter got a boner for the whole restaurant to see. <laughs> but no one in the fanciest fuck Taco Bell seemed to be bothered by, all, by this at all. As they were playing tonsil hockey, Walter thought of Sarah's tongue. Wait, Walter thought Sarah's tongue felt kind of weird. Longer than a normal human tongue, but her tits felt real, so whatever. Finally, after 15 minutes of making out in front of everyone, Sarah said, Maybe we should go to my place. Walter didn't even have to say anything. His boner answered for him. (laughs) They got off the table and left a fancy-as-fuck Taco Bell and took an automated taxi to Sarah's apartment. Which, which was underneath a bridge in a really shady area of New Forget About It. <laughs> it looked really weirdly like a spaceship. But they made out the whole taxi ride and the driver didn't even notice or anything because he was a Johnny Cab, like in Total Recall, which is a fire movie. Go watch it after this episode. And Do you it. should. The original one. Yes, not that new bullshit. Or both. Mm. Just watch both. Yeah. Make up your own mind. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they got to Sarah's house, quote-unquote, <laughs> And the cab dropped them off. Sarah pressed a button on her utility cuff, which Walter hadn't even noticed until now, and a metal door hissed open and a long silver walkway slid down to the ground so they could get into the ship. I mean, house. They went up the sleek walkway into Sarah's house and it was totally not a spaceship. <laughs> wow, your space, your place looks like a, like a lot like a spaceship, said Walter as they went inside and the door closed behind them. It totally isn't a spaceship and totally is a normal house, said Sarah as she stepped into a front of a control panel that looked like a flight deck. But just as Walter was about to comment on that, Sarah took off her dress and Walter went into a hardcore titty trance. But this wasn't a normal titty trance. (laughs) Suddenly, Walter realized he couldn't move. Oh, no. He was standing there frozen with a huge pair of boobs right in front of his face. And he couldn't even touch him. What the fuck? Sarah laughed evilly. You idiot. You're just like every other stupid human on cyber Tinder, she said. You're so drained by your meager existence as part of the capitalist machine, you can't even tell when you're being manipulated. Just like uh, Travis. Just like Travis. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Before Walter could try and ask what she meant by that, Sarah's hottest fuck boobs disappeared. No! As she morphed out of her human shape and into her true form, a slimy, gross, serpent-like alien with a hundred green tits all down to its belly and a really long tongue. What are you? He managed to choke out even though he still couldn't move. I'm an illegal alien. <laughs> his snake. His snake, Sarah. And I'm here to infiltrate America too and open its borders to all my alien friends so we can obliterate your country. But I need a human skin to wear and yours will be perfect. But why me? Walter asked. I'm just a reporter from Space Adventure magazine. Exactly, Snake, Sarah said. With your press credentials, I'll be able to get access to the White House and steal somewhere President Trump's skin and make an executive order to open all the borders. That rhymes. She said, monologuing her whole plan because she's a villain. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Then my alien <laughs> army will enter the Earth's atmosphere 
atmosphere and obliterate America 2 forever. Walter realized he was basically fucked. Sarah opened her jaws to eat his insides and tear off his skin. And, and Walter closed his eyes, ready for the end. But what Walter didn't know was that the power of his boner was greater than the power of any skin-wearing alien. And looking at all her sweet snake-like hangers, it made his boner grow even more. As Sarah got close enough that her gross fangs dripped saliva onto his face, her boobs pressed against Walter and his dick bonered so hard. It punched the alien right in the face. Knocking her out cold, the snake alien hit the floor with a thud, and Walter was immediately released from the titty trance. <laughs> Jesus, bonered. Jesus fucking space Christ, Walter muttered, staring at his huge boner that was almost big enough to reach the control panel of the apartment slash spaceship. My dick is a weapon! <laughs> Walter stared down at the snake alien and checked out her titties one more time. Nice, he said to himself. <laughs> Did he realize something? Wait a minute, he said. Also to himself, because he was the only conscious entity in the space, spaceship slash house. This planned alien takeover of America 2 is a huge story. This is the big break I've been waiting for. If only I had a way to get to the Space Adventurer magazine headquarters in Big Dickopolis. Suddenly, Walter's boner made a cool lightsaber sound and got <laughs> even bigger until it reached the flight deck of the, space, the spaceship slash house and pressed a button onto the control panel. A loud rumble shook, and the whole place had some engines attached to the alleged house, and the entire thing started to rise off the ground. Wow, I guess this thing really is a spaceship after all, said Walter. He used his boner to open the door to the ship's brig and push Snake Sarah's unconscious body into the cell. He was going to need her as proof. Then he sat into the captain's chair, and his boner retracted with another cool lightsaber sound. <laughs> Walter had no fucking idea how to fly a spaceship. But luckily, it's the fucking future, and autopilot is a thing. Computer, chart the course for Big Dickopolis, he commanded in a computer voice. The computer did it, and the ship took the fuck off, leaving New Forget about it, and, scre <laughs> and screeching through Earth's atmosphere into space, carrying Walter off his very own space adventure. The cyberpunk Statue of Liberty turned in to watch the ship fly away, and right at that moment, it remembered that episode of The Office where Michael interviews for a job at corporate. So Statue said, may God guide you on your quest. <laughs> the end. Well, which one was the fucking stupidest? Oh, that's the fucking milk wagon. <laughs> it's so, when, so. We, when we were driving back from, uh, we drove to North Carolina for, for Christmas. We were, we were listening to fantasy fiction. And we lost our shit when they called tits milk, milk wagons in one episode. And I was like, we gotta put that in one of our episodes yeah, somehow. So shout out to Fantasy Fiction for that. Yes, serious shout out. But I went a little bit overboard. I kept calling them different, yeah, <laughs> different but adjectives. That was creative. <laughs> that was very creative. Chess missiles. Chess I like that missiles. one. What did you say? Also like meteorites or Chess something? Chess meteorites. I like that. <laughs> I, I, it, was, it wasn't easy trying to come up with adjectives for tits. I'm sure there's a lot of them. But stuff that, like, you know, attributed to science fiction. So, tell us whose story you think was the dumbest. Yes, please tell us the dumbest story. Dan, what do you think? Uh, I still think mine was the dumbest. Really? Yeah. I think all of ours are, are equally as... I think they're all stupid. As, as ridiculous. Yeah. They're well, welcome to season dumb. two, everyone. Yeah. So, season two, we're going to have... We're up in the ante a little bit more. Dan, I want to thank you for being on. Yes. Hey, thanks for having me. Dude, you're like... Always a good time. You're the... Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, your stories are great. Your narrating is great. Everything is great. Everything great. is great. It's great. 
guys. We'll see you on the AM. Bye. Bye. Bye.